0: Coming up, should Padres fans still have World Series aspirations after the Fernando Tatis news? And should Yankees fans still have World Series aspirations with how their second half is going? Discussing all that with Sully Baseball next.
1: You are locked on Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome into the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day listening to who? The Always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas, multimedia journalist, and I'm a graphic designer, so please check out my website, millerthomas 24myportfoliocom On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to articles to my photos and my graphic design. Thank you for making Locked on Diamondbacks your first listen every day. I would not be able to do this podcast without you, my loyal listeners, sharing, subscribing, reviewing, doing all that so I could do this podcast for you. Thank you. It's free and available on all platforms, so please continue to tell your friends. Now let's jump into the podcast with Sully Baseball of Locked on MLB.
1: A lot in baseball has changed since the 8th of July. Trust me, you're going to understand what we're talking about. Since the 8th of July, the fates of several teams have gone up in smoke or caught on fire. This is Locked on MLB. Hello baseball fans and welcome to the Locked On MLB, Locked On Diamondbacks crossover that we do every single week. This is the show where we bring the minds of Locked On MLB and Locked On Diamondbacks. We morph them, we Voltron them into one beautiful mind of baseball to talk about the events of the day. I am your co-host. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call me, Sully. Thank you so much for making Lockdown MLB your first listen. Or maybe your first listen is Lockdown Diamondbacks, who's hosted Mm. by this guy right over here. What do you have to say for yourself?
0: Well, I would want to say, you know, just follow me on Twitter, my personal account, at CreatorThomas24. Could always use more followers on there. Could use more followers for the show account. Look up Lockdown Diamondbacks, both Twitter and Instagram. And, hey, also hit that follow button on YouTube, Lockdown Diamondbacks, as well. And, of course, we're on all your podcasting platforms.
1: And if you want more followers, make sure to say your name, and your name is Miller Thomas, baby. That's right. That's why you don't have all the followers. People yeah. go the search engine. where is the Lockdown Diamondbacks hunk, and you can't yeah, find the, him. Yeah, you what can't can find you do? Him. Yeah, but anyway, what we're doing. And thanks so much for making you your first listen. You can follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on both Twitter and Instagram. I'm your pal Sully, but Sully Baseball and Pod, uh, Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast. On Instagram, Uh, so uh, yesterday I dropped an episode. I gave you all a little, uh, a little fun Sunday bonus. There Mm -hmm. we talked about Winton Bernard, the feel-good story of Winton Bernard, who was the Colorado Rockies outfielder who made his debut at age 31 and had a FaceTime message that made you cry like you were watching 15 Hallmark movies simultaneously. If you want to feel good about that, check your podcast feed. That dropped on Sunday. It's probably there Monday morning. So let's have the feel bad story of the weekend. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest stars in baseball who's been injured and is looking to make a comeback for a playoff-bound team. Not so fast. Fernando Tatis Jr., last year's National League leader in home runs. One of the most fun stars in baseball, suspended for the P, the E, and the Ds. Thoughts, Millard Thomas?
0: Yeah, let's change his name from Fernando to Fraudnando, because he's no. now on my steroid shit list, Sully. Like, okay, I'm not going oh, that whoa, far. Whoa,
1: probably. whoa, <laughs> we <We're Yeah>. get <getting laughs> <it's> explicit <laughs> rating.
0: Yeah, we won't go that far, but its it does suck for the Padres. I mean, if you're a Padres fan, you're just like, whenever it feels like we're building towards something, whenever we got a little bit of momentum as a team, we just traded for Juan Soto. We got a couple of all-star level players at the deadline. We got Josh Hader. We are working our way to a potential championship run. All we need is our final piece, our superstar, Fernando Tatis Jr., to be inserted into our lineup. Then we're taking off. We're making our run and... What happens? Fernando Tatis gets caught with a little PEDs. Apparently, he's trying to treat a little ringworm. I don't know what situation Tatis got going on over there, but he took something he shouldn't have. And now, not only are we not going to see him for this season because of the injuries and now the suspension, but we're not going to see him for like the first 40 games of next year. So, just an unfortunate (laughs) situation all around for Padres fans. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, look, at every time a Padre
1: fan thinks things are starting to go their way, they get a proverbial kick to the groin. Um, look, it, San Diego is still right now one of the playoff teams. Uh, they obviously they won the Juan Soto uh, uh, sweepstakes and the Josh Hader sweepstakes. We forget that sure. they arranged to pull that one off too. I don't think anyone uh, knew
0: those were sweepstakes. I think I know
1: that was, know, that was uh, they won the Bob Melvin sweepstakes. No one knew he was a, up for grabs. <clears throat> you know, I mean, like they they're a star-studded team, and they're probably going to make the playoffs. But I got to stress probably because. The you know the, the National League wild card has some teams that are on you know that are are on the periphery right now. And look at right now, as of this recording, um the Braves are the top wild card team. As of this recording, the Padres are only a half game ahead of Philadelphia for the second wild card. And they're real they're only one they're actually tied in the loss column with Milwaukee, who is chasing St. Louis for the National League Central. But there is a real scenario that as San Diego has a slump, that Philadelphia, who are maybe getting Bryce Harper back pretty soon and have been playing great baseball recently – Um, granted, they've been beating up on some bad teams, but still, that's one of the things you have to do. You have to beat the bottom feeders. Remember the, the Phillies go off to that rotten start that cost Joe Girardi his job. There is a scenario where the Padres could once again, nosedive and miss the playoffs. The Brewers have good pitching. St. Louis is a good team. Philadelphia is a good team. There is, and they are not so, they're tied in the loss column with Milwaukee and, and Philadelphia is actually one game less than them in the loss column. So the scenario that has the Padres having their second annual crash and burn nosedive out of the playoffs is sitting there. And it's going to show a great amount of resolve from this club to see, do they keep winning with this terrible piece of news that, you know, don't don't have it hamstring them?
0: Yeah, that's what makes the situation so frustrating But it's not like an outlandish take to say, what if the Padres just nosedive out of the postseason race? Because we saw this just last season in the second half where a very good first half Padres team just nosedive in the second half and then they miss the postseason entirely. That could definitely happen again this season, but if you believe the Padres were maybe a championship World Series contender before the trade deadline, then I don't think this news should really affect your expectations for the Padres the rest of the season because they did get better at the deadline. Whether Tatis is there or not. If you thought this was a World Series team before the deadline just missing Tatis, well, after the deadline, they still don't got Tatis, but they added Soto's, the haters, the juries, the Josh Bell. So if you like this Padres team before the deadline, I don't think this news should really change your opinion of this team too much because they got so much better after this deadline. I really think if this Padres team was to not make the postseason, I don't think it would be because the Padres nosedive or anything like that. I think it would be because of the other teams you mentioned, the Brewers, the, the Phillies, one of those teams getting hot like if you said like what you just mentioned, if they the the Phillies got Bryce Harper back and then they went on some sort of run, I think that'd be more likely for the Padres to not make the postseason. Another team getting hot as opposed to the Padres getting cold.
1: The Padres are on pace to win ninety games. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's sure. where they are at right now.
0: So um, they'll be right there.
1: Yeah, uh, and then and they're, they're playing roughly as as I said, roughly as well as St. Louis and as Milwaukee and as Philadelphia. Uh The fact that St. Louis ma- made some really good trade deadline moves, kind of under the radar moves, how we all talked about how last year's biggest moves weren't the most heralded moves, but it was the Solares and the Rosarios and the Petersons. Well, it looks like the, the acquisitions of Montgomery and Quintana has given St. Louis a really solid uh, pair of starting pitchers to go with what is already a pretty good Pitching staff and we saw Adam Wainwright is ageless through nine innings the other day in a losing cause but to Milwaukee um it's it's going be interesting for San Diego now we're this is being dropped on uh, this this episode is being dropped on Monday the Padres are indeed idle on Monday so they don't play again till tomorrow and I gotta check actually I gotta check the schedule to see who the heck they're playing but uh on they're playing the Marlins. Who uh, just got swept by Atlanta? But one thing about the Marlins is they're not a great team, but they have very good pitching. Yeah, and when you have a team where it has the the, you know, the Cy Young front runner, and they have going on Tuesday, uh, Cabrera, who pitched a wonderful game his last game. Uh, Mania is pitching for San Diego, and Mania has been up and down. He's sometimes he's looked like the great pitcher he was in Oakland. And sometimes he's he's stubbed his toe. Um, They really better hope that the the offense has gelled because they're going to go to Miami and play, you know, face some decent arms. And they you know, this is this is not a drill for them. They have to play well against these teams and they have to beat the teams they are supposed to because they can't afford a single slip up.
0: Yeah, and the Marlins are not going to be any easy tasks like you just mentioned because that pitching staff is going to be nasty. And right now, the Marlins are just kind of playing around with their roster, calling up and sending down a lot of dudes. So they're going to be trying some younger talent, most likely against the Padres team that might not be, um, you know, someone that's normally in their lineup. And this Padres team, like when they first, you know, got together after the trade deadline, it took the offense a little bit of time to core less and just, you know, start to gel together. And recently, you know, over the last four or five games, this offense has been pretty explosive for the Padres. They've gotten really good recently against the Giants team. They put some um, seven plus run games together. They had 10 runs against the nationals. Like those aren't great teams, but at least we're seeing this Padres team, this offense start to form together um, as as they start to play together more so i think this marlins matchup will be tough but i do like this padres team still going forward i think as they play more together they're only going to get better the tatis news sucks but i just think this team is too good and too talented with what they did at the deadline like i would still be pretty surprised overall if this padres team didn't make the postseason because i still like their chances of even making the world series even with teams like the dodgers and mets in the national league
1: yeah, I, I have a hard time seeing anyone other than Dodgers of the Mets going in. But then again, last year I didn't think someone other than the Giants or the Dodgers were going to make the World Series either. Last year, so we can always be surprised.
0: Yeah, anyone if you see- get to yeah, if you get to ninety wins as the Padres and you make the postseason, like it doesn't care how what it looks like when you get there. Once you're in the postseason, anyone could win the dance.
1: Yeah, I mean they're still a long shot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mean, the surefire bet would be the Mets and the Dodgers. And if you're looking for surefire bets. Head on over to betonline.net. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, the combat sports. No, wait, there's no the there. Esports, no the there either. Even the golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information, from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online—it's where the game starts. top of the show I teased a date the Mm -hmm. date that I teased Pop quiz what was the date that I teased I want to say July 8th July 8th would be correct because a lot (sighs) of things have happened since July 8th Um, at that time the New York Yankees were not just the best team in baseball it was insane how good they were They were 61 and 23. They were nearly 40 games above 500. They were on pace to win something like 118 games. You know, like Houston was on pace to win 100 some odd games, and they were five and a half back of the Yankees at that point. The Minnesota Twins had the third best record in the American League, and the Cleveland Guardians, almost said it, and mm-hmm. the Baltimore Indians, no, the Orioles, were both oh. sub-500 sub teams at that point. Now, since then, the New York Yankees have, you know, it's. we're well, talking at this point about nearly a 30-game sample size, okay? And actually for the Yankees, it's more than a 30-game sample size. So that's a month sample size. It's not like a bad week any team can have a bad week. The 1998 Yankees, the most complete team I ever saw in my life had a couple of bad weeks. Okay. This is a month and the only three teams in baseball who have had a worse 30 some odd games since the 8th of July have been the Detroit Tigers who aren't even trying. To the fire Miami the GM. Mar- yeah. The Miami Marlins, who sometimes play two lineups a game and the Washington nationals who are a minor league team. (laughs) That's the level of play that the Yankees have been doing since this. Now what, now what are the reasons? Now, of course, someone pointed out they've only won two games since trading Joey Gallo. Was Joey Gallo the glue? No, of course not. Uh, They've, lost Michael King to injury. Michael King Mm -hmm. was a big part of that bullpen. And you take a look at that bullpen now, uh, you know, Clay Holmes, the first half of the the season looked like Mariano Rivera, Raleigh Fingers, and Rich Gossage rolled into one. Guess what? He's coming back down to earth. And their bullpen has not been good. And, in fact, in the series against the Red Sox, the Red Sox of all teams took two out of three from the Yankees they nearly swept them. Yeah. If, you know, I mean, if they, they had two on and one out in the ninth, you know, and, and they weren't able to use homes, you know, if they had gotten a ball into the gap, they could have scored those two runs. This would have been a sweep. And as it was, it's still taking two out of three. The Yankees have lost series after series since having, since being at that point And on the, uh, The 8th of July, that they have just been. I mean, look at it. I'll go to baseballreference.com, the single greatest website in the history of the planet Earth, and we'll take a look. They just lost the series to Boston. And Boston's not good this year. Okay. They lost the series to Seattle, Mm -hmm. who's a good team. They lost that. They got swept by St. Louis. Okay. They're a good team. They lost two out of three to Seattle uh, at the beginning of August. They haven't won a series this month. We're halfway through this month. They have not won a series this month. That's tough to do. If you're a team that, you know, it's tough to call this disastrous because they're still in first place. There's no way they're not going to win the division. And they're still on pace to win 101 games, which if I surveyed 1 million Yankee fans at the beginning of the year, and would you be happy with a 101-win season, I would get a million yeses. So, it's not like this has devastated the team, but there is no way anyone could look at this Yankee team and think that they are the front runners in the playoffs. And if you are a team like another team that has a significance since July 8th, the Cleveland Guardians, with the potential to play the Yankees in the postseason, I would be salivating. Thoughts?
0: You will hear my response to the Yankees question, but. If you want to place a bet on whether you think the Yankees can still make it to the World Series this year, you need to head to betonline.net because it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, Combat Sports, Esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the Yankees haven't looked pretty recently, and right now, I'm sure if you're a Yankees fan, like every pretty much all our conversations at the deadline were like, man, if the Yankees go 500 the second half of the season, are, can they still win 130 games or whatever they were on pace for if they win 500 the rest of the season? Like, you could just throw those numbers out because basically, it's like if the Yankees are a, a below 500 team the rest of the year, was their record gonna be? Because right now, the second half of the season, the Yankees look like one of the worst teams in baseball. You said it since July 8th. This Yankees team is not good. This Yankees team is worse than my Diamondbacks team because the D-backs have won a lot of series since this All-Star break. They're actually on fire right now. But let's get back on the Yankees because if you're the Astros right now, you got to feel like the king of the American League because heading into the second half of the season, this Astro team has taken off. Their pitching is looking great. They acquired some bats at the deadline, and this team is looking really good. The Yankees, meanwhile, have gone the opposite direction. And I think one big reason why they're not playing as well because you look at their offense, specifically, specifically over the last 10 games, I think they've only scored more than three runs – twice in their last 10 games, and I have to feel like missing a guy like Giancarlo Stan has to matter for that Yankees team, because he's been pretty good so far this season for that Yankees team, but even outside of him, like the pitching just hasn't been the same since the All-Star break. Guys like Garrett Cole and the Hermans and the Tyones, like their pitching hasn't been great since the All-Star break in terms of run prevention. The offense also hasn't been great. Like, I feel like when you look at the Yankees game log post-All-Star break, the days where their offense is good, their pitching isn't good, and then the days the pitching is good, their offense isn't showing up. So right now, This Yankees team is just not playing together when you look at all three levels. It's not what you want to see in the second half of the season. Going into the the postseason, you want to feel confident. That's when you want your team to get hot, kind of like the Red Sox last year. They were really hot entering the postseason, and they were able to keep it going with that offense, um, really uh, blowing out teams early in the postseason. For this Yankees team, you don't want to feel like you used all your gas in the first half. Aaron Judge's MVP season, like he's still playing like an MVP in the second half, but overall as a team, you don't want to feel like you used all the gas in the first half. Like when you look at guys like Garrett Cole, the last couple of years he's been a better first half player than second half player. So if you're a Yankees fan, you gotta feel nervous heading into the postseason. I don't think the Guardians are a team that will make you nervous, but if I have to face the Astros at some point in the postseason, if I'm a Yankees fan, yeah, I'm terrified of that matchup.
1: Well, I'm gonna get to the Guardians in the third section here, but when you, okay. you one thing that I, I will say that, and one thing I really agree with you is that there have been times where the Yankees bats have been really great but the pitching has not been terrific. Uh I think actually if you saw the pitching of the Red Sox series it was pretty good yes, from the Yankees. Tyon pitched pretty well, Herman pitched pretty well. Heck even uh, um uh Montaz who was terrible his first game, uh, pitched well in in Boston. Uh oddly it's been their bullpen and their bullpen the first half of the season was was dominant. The and best. and now you know, as I said, you know, Holmes had a spectacular first half. They're figuring them out, and they, you know, and and they haven't got the timely hit. I really think removing Stanton. Lest we forget how great Stanton was down the stretch last year, and in fact, mm-hmm. he was the one who really showed up in, in the, the wild card. Uh, in the wild card. He nearly hit three home runs that game. <laughs> yeah, he was and, a beast. And if you had him, and you had Judge. This would be, I mean, they would still be on pace to win hundred. So what hundred and eight. eight K? I mean, they're still gonna they're still on pace to win hundred some like eight. Hey, it's tough to talk about like it's a disaster, but I'm just that front runner element is gone from them. When you take a look at the Astros and give like, can we all give Dusty Baker a little credit? Can we give the man credit finally for being a very good manager? Maybe okay. not a good in-game tactician, but a very good manager, okay. Walked into that impossible situation in Houston, that impossible, uh, you know, PR situation. Didn't miss a beat. Took him to the World Series last year. Lost Carlos Correa, the leader of that team, and is having a you know a good but not great season out of Altuve. Um, now here they are. They have the best record in the American League, and if you go into a postseason series, you're going to start Verlander, who's yet again a Cy Young contender. Framber Valdez is your two, Urquidy or Garcia and Javier. Some combination of that is three and four. Um, they and Lance McCullers Jr. was great the other day, so he could be their three. All of a sudden, they have. We know they have the good hitting. They have suddenly the deepest pitching staff. I, I think the Astros are heads and shoulders the best team in the American League right now.
0: Yeah, when you compare it to the other side, it's not like they don't know Garrett Cole either when it comes to pitching. Like, they have that man in their building for a long time, so they know him. And they also acquired Christian Vasquez, one of the smartest, you know, um, guys you right. have behind the plate, who's also been the American League East, you know, seeing the Yankees, you know, 19 times a year. So they've built this team basically to take down the New York Yankees. This is the, the team to take down Darth Vader. And the Astros have basically become the new Darth Vader because they're in the championship series basically every year since 2017. You know about their Scandal as well, so everyone hates the Astros already. But I don't think there's still a team that gets hated more than the than the New York Yankees. And considering the way the Astros are built, they're the perfect team to take down the Yankees. Their rotation is nasty. Jordan Alvarez, I mean, if Judge wasn't having the season he was, and Jordan Alvarez didn't miss the time he did, he might be the MVP of the season as well because he's been so good this year. I mean, Jose Altuve still nasty. So up and down, the Astros lineup is still going to be deep as hell. And I'm very excited for that American League postseason because I know you want to talk about the Guardians and stuff, but I'm still excited about some other teams in the American League that I think could take down the Yankees if they ever fought them in a postseason matchup.
1: Well, I'm telling you something. If the Yankees don't win the pennant this year, I can't help but wonder – if Boone will survive
0: mm-hmm.
1: just because, I mean, at I, at some point, you know, the Yankees may have to do a job search and try to find the right person for it.
0: That's it for this edition of the lockdown Dimebacks podcasting to everyone who tuned into today's pod. Come back tomorrow for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. Probably talk a little bit about how the D-backs continue to roll post all star break. So come back tomorrow for that. Thank you for making Lockdown Dimebacks your first listen every day. Go make your second listen of the day Lockdown MLB with our pal Sully Baseball, who you just heard, walking Baseball Encyclopedia, so go check him out. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, deuces.